Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to our Halloween finale. Uh, this is a movie we've been talking about doing for a while, but first, Cameron Jones here, as always, with my co-host. Mark Nussel. Jordan. Jordan Jones. Okay, I was about to say, if it's Bones again, I mean, you haven't thought of anything Jordan new. Bones. <laughs> Jordan Bones. Jordan Yeah, you gotta think of something new. Um, I got nothing. I'm not, I'm not original. This is a movie that's... James a li- Hell Brooks. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, this is a movie that's kind of uh, it's a little more recent as far as my uh, my Halloween go tos and a favorite, but it's uh, it's definitely up there now. We've been talking about doing this one for a few years. It's also surprisingly old. That's kind of true. It's now like, it's kind it's of old. Like, you, this is this is throwing everybody off because I don't think it's that old. We're gonna do the 2006 animated film Monster House. No adults believe three youth assertions that a neighboring resident is a living creature that means them harm. With Halloween approaching, the trio must find a way to destroy the structure before innocent trick-or-treaters meet ghastly ends. Directed by Gil Kennan, starring Steve Buscemi, Michael Musso, Sam Lerner, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Jason Lee, Spencer Lockie, Kevin James, Nick Cannon, and John Heater. So this is actually a fun original story. It's a CGI, not done by Pixar, and it's a it's a horror movie, kind of similar to your Paranorman's Coraline. Uh, it's about it's a living, breathing monster house. It's about as scary as a PG movie can get, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. It's got your fall vibes. It's got your your trick or treat scenes. It is. I think it is a Halloween movie. Get away from my house! <laughs> it's up to them to save the neighborhood. Monster house. <laughs> monster mash. <laughs> All right, Monster House, 2006 animated film. I think Sony, Sony animated film. Yeah, I believe so. Um, Not your typical DreamWorks Pixar that you'd uh, expect. Fun Uh, one offer. Directed by Gil Kennan. Keenan. Directed by Gil Keenan. Um, Looks like he's only really done this in the 2015 Poltergeist film that I've never seen. Oh, I forgot about that. I didn't even know they remade it, but you know. I vaguely remember that. At least he stays a little spooky. Yeah. He's got a thing. I think Um, Poltergeist, the original, is only PG because they didn't have PG-13, so that's scary. Nice. Screenplay written by Dan Harmon and Rob Schrab. Uh, Dan Harmon did Rick and Morty and Community, and uh, Rob Schrab, I think they were were friends who lived together in LA, it sounds like. some so stand-up comedians. Dan Harmon's three for three for with me. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't love Rick and Morty? Who doesn't like Community or love Community? And slow this. start, but it gets good. Yeah, and, and then this is great. Hmm. All sure. of them, just three for three. I don't know if I agree with him as a human. Always, it seems like he's got. Well, I don't know. What I'm saying. I actually, was surprised <laughs> uh, to find out that it took a rewatch to, and then some research to find out it was a Dan Harmon film. I didn't really realize that from the jump. Um, cast. Let's go from the top to the bottom. On IMDb, Ryan Whitney is the little girl. She's in Sharknado 3 and 4. Nice. Oh, uh, that's it. I did recognize Steve, the voice. Steve Buscemi uh, plays Old Man Nebercracker. I mean, Fargo, obviously, Adam Sandler world nowadays. You can probably see him most recently in Hubie Halloween from last year. We've done a few of it. Uh, Armageddon, Con Air. Yeah, he actually, yeah. Go back and see our further episodes. Of he's Steve a part Buscemi. of the Sandler crew, so. Yeah, he's popped he's up. In he's a lot his of own thing. He's like. in so many things. Big Daddy. Damn. I guess um, Boardwalk Empire someday. I'll check it out if, you know. Always look good. If a million TV shows start to disappear. Airheads. We're going to do that one time. He's in Airheads. That's another saying. Oh, yeah, we might get to that eventually. 
Uh, Mitchell Musso plays DJ. He was in Hannah Montana and Phineas and Ferb, a couple Disney uh, sitcoms. Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know him from anything else. Catherine O'Hara plays the mom, and Fred Willard plays the dad. So best in show and a mighty wind right off the bat there. I believe I mean, they come as a pair. It did seem so. It was a good little pair that they that uh, they brought in for this. Go back and see our episodes of I don't even know any Christopher Guest flicks. Yeah, and uh, uh, I don't my, know Home Alone. <laughs> We home haven't alone. we haven't done Home Shit's Alone yet. Uh, have we look, done? look 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 forward to our Home Alone episode this year. Maybe spoiler alert for the Christmas specials. Um, Sam Lerner plays Chowder. I, I don't I don't watch the Goldbergs, but he's apparently has a big role in the Goldbergs. Okay, so he went on to be an acting kid. Way to go. Z, the babysitter plays Maggie Gyllenhaal. I know her from The Dark Knight, and that's really about it. I guess she's in Donnie Darko. Go back and listen she, to that one. She is in One Donnie Darko. Go back and see our episode. Jordan, or don't thoughts. If you want to hear me disagree with the movie, listen to it. If you don't, don't. It's up to you. It's, it's, I mean, that's it. Jason Lee plays Bones. Um, he's Earl for My Name is Earl. Um, You're going to know it from the Jane Silent Bob. Yeah, Mallrats. Mallrats. Almost Famous, which is a oh, sneaky yeah. good one from him. That and is an all-time scary thing because, as you know, my biggest fear, not my biggest fear, but one of them is losing my hair. And he has a fucking head full of that hair. That and spiders, no. Um, no, I don't give a shit about spiders. Bite, oh, okay. bite me in my sleep, go in my mouth, just whatever you want. If, <laughs> I, if, I, Come on. if I see you in waking hours, I'll kill you because I'm way bigger. <laughs> I'm not scared of spiders. Um, this but, one I actually didn't know. Kind of a similar, at least speaking, role. He played the kid in The Incredibles and, and then who turns into Syndrome. Oh, yeah. yeah, he does play. I do know that. He, yeah. didn't he, has, done, that. he has done animated work before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jenny plays, oh, sorry, uh, Spencer Locke plays Jenny. Uh, Cougar Town, Cameron. I know you're a big Cougar Town guy. Just Love season Cougar two Town. and three, and I think she's like the narrator voice in Forza too. That like that racing game. Oh, okay. You know that like I probably honestly have played you've it. Got to get to the track. Now yeah, for I can your race. Yeah, I can kind of vaguely think of that, but like, yeah, cool. Kevin James plays Officer Landers, Mall and, Cop, yeah, um, yeah. Grown King Up Queens. I assume <laughs> if you if you're if you're and Nick Cannon plays that. the other cop. Um, you're gonna know him as being married to Mariah Carey. Well, one sound. I know him hey. from Drumline. I also know him from just hosting shows now. More, he just hosts he's on shit the mask. Now. Still got wild now. Wild now. I, I miss him we'll on AGT. Your... Honestly, he was, he was a okay. good host on that. He, they don't miss him on that at all because he's not listed on IMDb as as the host of that show. Yeah, he said like... something dumb a bit ago, and they kind of they took him off that quick. But then, like, he's the mass singer now, right? You can't get rid of him. No, he'll host something. He's like a cockroach. A cockroach? Is that like Papa Roach? No. Nah. Once he got the turban, they're like... No, Papa Roach is gone. Cool, he's back. Papa Roach is dead and gone, Cameron. Uh, John Heater plays Skull. Reginald Skull Skulinski. I guess we'll just mention it now. I'm th- I was thinking about this. John Heater played... Um, uh, what was his movie? His big oh, one. don't act like you don't. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, come on. Sorry. Uh, Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite. Dynamite. Yep. But if you think about it, in his 15 minutes, and this is no insult to him, it's more minutes than we've all had, he made this movie, which I like. He made, uh, I'd say, a big cult classic, right? Right. And then he was also in that Blades of Glory movie. Oh, yeah. Like an A-list comedy. That's not a bad movie. It's <laughs> just not a great one. No, it is. I mean, at I the time it was. an A-list comedy. Well, sorry. At the time it was. It was like a Will Ferrell movie sure, when sure. Will Ferrell was huge. It's not a great movie, and I don't like it. I, I it's agree. also Benchwarmers, too. I'd, I'd kind of Ooh, group it with that. might want to leave. Benchwarmers. That one's day. That's, that's <laughs> in poor taste even then, right? <laughs> well, it, was, it was bad in the moment. Well, You guys like, yeah, shouldn't do this. And then last, but very, uh, very much not least, uh, Constance is played by Kathleen Turner, which I found out is the voice of Jessica Rabbit. Sure, her but a lot, a lot happened between Jessica then Rabbit. and now to make her voice. True. Just... <laughs> 
I don't know how she treated it, but it sounds like, you know. No. Um, that is about it. Uh, let's move it on to Unverified. Welcome to Unverified. It's July 2006, and currently in theaters, you could have also seen John Tucker Must Die, My Super Ex-Girlfriend, You, Me, and Dupree, the only one I'll, so far it's, I remember. It's A Scanner Darkly, that one we may eventually do as a cult classic that's up there on the list. Lady in the Water, the one I'm telling Jordan should get back in M. Night Shyamalan with after he distrusted the village. I'll, tell, I'll save it. Little Miss Sunshine. Or, I want to actually do. I, I like that. Movie. I consider that I suppose a cult classic. Little right? Miss Sunshine. That's a good one. Or just a modern day. And Clerks too. But you chose to see Monster House. <laughs> Unverified. What else do you guys got? Um, this one is just a bevy of stuff that doesn't matter. If you're interested in what Sony made decisions for and why this is a stop motion animation or okay CGI. CG, it's CGI, but so is it stop motion? Sorry, not stop motion. It's motion it capture. Have, it's sorry, motion, motion capture, capture, but CGI. Okay, but CGI. so I did write that down. This is in my comments questions, but it's got very stop motion-y no. Tim Burton vibes. It, I, I get that. No, it's motion capture. All the actors, the, I guess motion this is unfair. Capture. They actually acted it out. Like uh, you might know most famously from, uh, was that Blue Alien movie? Avatar. Avatar. There you go. Um, I do actually, we do, we have this on DVD. I do remember watching the special features and it is interesting. Like they did act out the entire movie with actors on set and just, well, this was during like a it. time period when this was the new big thing to do. And, and people definitely do stop motion, I but bet that was a fucking time saver though. No. Yeah. Cause they, <laughs> you just had to render like the, I mean, vi- I mean, video games, like all the cinematic ones, that's pretty much how they're just made. Now you, we get regular actors to just wear all this shit. And then we this, get things this, like ghost of Shizima and we get, well, this movie came out like in the 2004 to like 2010 region. You got that Beowulf movie. You got Polar Express. I feel like that was a really early yeah, one to do for it. Sure. Very, there's a lot of Polar Express like um, moments in this. What was another one? So I'm reading here. This is the first animated film using Sony's animated rendering software. Mm. I tried to find a list of what came after it just to... Yeah, I can't think of a lot of Sony You'll things. You'll know, Would 2016 you Sausage Party. Oh, yeah, it was Sausage Party. That's right. Because this was the... Surf's Up was one. But, oh, but, Surf's Up was good. But, like, in the same vein, though, as, like, this kind of look, I couldn't really find a lot. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, also, just kind of off what we were saying, in 2018, this was the only motion capture film uh, based on an original story and not just doing some source material. So, whatever. Nice. This is kind of weird, and I didn't ever think of this watching it, but the movie takes place in 1983. I saw that one, oh, and yeah. I'm like, sure, but how do you know? This re- it could I mean, be any time, but that it, if you guys are listening to us, why? which we know you are, specifically, it, it shows up on all these sources. They keep saying 1983. And they're basing it off of the cars, oh, and I believe or, I believe okay. the the arcade games. But I can you, can I can I bounce back? Sure. Their uh, wireless phones do not look like 1983. That's also true. It looks like 1990, I mean, 2001. I just assumed they were being like you know just you know yeah, aloof about time. it, so it could just be whenever because it's be a whenever, kids movie yeah. and it's animated, so it doesn't really have to be. But I mean, I guess it has a bit of. I disagree and with what the internet vibe? says. Let us know if you're listening out there. If you disagree with me, I, I would have like you could have said 1980s. So specific in 1983. Yeah, specific. Like that. That means they put something in there 
that was specific to 1983. No, I mean that's not what the sources are saying. That's what not the unverified. They're just like yeah, you know, it's some, like 83. There's some things that are also some 90s things that slip in there anyway. So it's, it's like not goofy. very accurate. Uh, ooh, you were talking about the rating earlier. Uh, the line DJ UP in bottles used to be actually DJ you piss in bottles, but that would have bumped them from PG to PG 13. So I think you, it would have been worth it. Yeah, I agree. But if you look <laughs> at his mouth, they never changed the uh, oh, animation. Like he still says piss, but they just changed the audio. So that's still in there. Uh, I mean, so how would it look that much different? I guess. I, you still, I, I, here, watch this. I'll, I'll mouth it, Cameron. Oh. You, you correct it. Okay. DJ UP in bottles. Well, you also whispered it into the mic, so it's going to be funny for the viewers. <laughs> okay, I'll do it there. I don't think it's that much of a difference. Cool Easter egg, though, I yeah. guess. Uh, this you, go, sorry, go, go, go. I was just going to say, would it be worth it to me? I don't know what the marketability of this movie was. Fucking let the piss Launch ride. it. Launch it. Get a couple fucks rip. in there, too. If, it would be worth one fuck. To make a PG-13. <laughs> yes. right? Just like just to jump out of nowhere. The, uh, this this uh, keeps with the PG rating conversation. Um, the victims that were that were eaten by the house had to come back to life to keep the PG-13 rating. So, so that's kind of lame, I guess. I, but. And I will have some questions about that later. Yeah, I got, we all got questions. You know what? Actually, just going off that, I did have this fact. In the original screenplay, there were uh, two bullies that were going to pick on DJ and Chowder that they were going to lure to the house as victims at one point early on in the movie. But Sony's like, that's way too dark. You got to get rid of that. And the babysitter was a little more cruel, too, but they toned that down a little bit. So it sounds like they did a lot of things that made this movie a little more boring and a little more family-friendly to make a PG. So, so they should just made a PG thing. I guess, I don't know if I should bring it up now, but... There, there was a, uh, a letter that was written to Dan Harmon um, by this seven-year, seven-year-old and her mom, uh, talking about how much it upset her and how much she was like scared about the movie. And Dan Harmon actually responded to her. It's we should. I don't know. Can we link something on Spotify, like to uh, to an article, or is that something we can? And on Instagram, we could probably put it. Yeah, we can put it in the notes on Podbean. Instagram. We'll do yeah. that. But it's kind, it's kind of fun. Uh, the response he had just is kind of this very profound. Um, Basically, how grow up? You took well, no, no, it was, it was it was more meaningful than that. Like Sony made him change a lot of stuff that you know didn't make sense, and he he basically called the movie dumb. At the end, he says, um, "I hope one day you can finish. Hope one day I can finish writing a movie that they don't change so much. And if you see it, I hope it makes you happy. Until then, I heard Wally is very good. You should go <laughs> see that. And next time Monster House is on, just remember the guy that wrote it told you it was dumb, Dan. <laughs> I hate when people do that, like. You made it. Just just shit on their own movie. Yeah, like all right, you know, whatever. I, I, I like it. I like it. So don't sh- don't ruin it for me. Uh, I like it. when we get these. This is fun. Uh, in the German version, uh, Bone Skull and Chowder are named Punk Freak. Sorry, Punk Freak and Ketchup. I'm all That's down maybe the funniest ketchup. thing I've ever read. Like about this movie. Think about this. Ketchup though. is just chowder. That's fucking hilarious. Think how much they have to redub that because they say their names a ton. Yep. Chowder, DJ, Chowder. It's like all well, this. Well, they're already like, redubbing the whole thing anyway. You know what I mean? That's true. Don't judge I wonder me if, too in, like, the foreign ones with motion capture, if they go through the effort of just getting that voice actor's mouth while they're doing the new translation to just match up. I wonder if they go all out for uh, that shit. I would assume I not. That seems like a lot more work. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, here is something I wrote down um, because this is the type of annoying unverified. Mm hmm. Um, when the three characters, Chowder, Jenny, and DJ, they go in and they're like, 
first inspecting the house and they got their super soakers. Yep. Some asshole on IMDb wrote, "Hey, super soakers didn't come out since nineteen until nineteen ninety three. Yeah, I saw this that. movie took place in nineteen eighty three, which we all disagreed that that's <laughs> actually the case. So there you go. I read it out loud, and I, I hate that." Uh, no, those are the worst. Like, oh, they f- continuity fuck up there. Yeah, really. What a bunch of idiots. The real question is, what do kids play with in the? I guess just probably real guns or something. Hoses. <laughs> oh yeah, I did that. Uh, just taking it back to Donnie Darko. Uh, the vacuum cleaner scene is dressed up to look like uh, the kid who walks in the Halloween party in Donnie Darko, Donnie Darko with the same mask and Letterman's jacket. I saw that. I don't remember Donnie Darko enough to be like, oh yeah. You know what I do remember about God, Donnie, Donnie Darko? Darko fans that? just hate us like on this podcast. <laughs> guess, they just uh, haven't continued listening, actually, so I don't think anybody's out there. I do no, remember I that Donnie Darko set up this awesome plot and this really scary character and then ruined it with some like time warp ship. <laughs> but don't worry. All that happens off camera in the uh, director's cut that I guess is better. The tricycle scene I'm seeing at the beginning is an homage to, to The Shining. Yeah, I read that. Along the same lines. That. It does see, there I feel like there are just some like scary movie references in here, much like Scream and some of the other pop I culture movies a, we've done recently. About three homages to different Stephen King movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. Which if they kept those um those bullies in, that would have been real Stephen King. <laughs> sure is. In fact, I'm pretty sure later he does have like uh, a series where a kid or orgy scene too, right? Or is that a different <laughs> well, Sorry. That was in the Dan Harmon version of the original yeah. screenplay, but they it's took like, it out. the original screenplay. Fucking it's Sony. Not that bad. Um, this is kind of interesting. Uh, I, I'm not even sure if we mentioned this, but Robert uh, Zemeckis and Steven Spielberg are pro- or producers on this film. Really? And it's the first time in 16 years that, that they've worked uh, together since Back to the Future 3. Kind of well, random. Well, like a long time. Sure is, but I, I don't... Can I save a comment for here? I'm going uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take a comment from our comments. When I read that, I'm like, this would make a pretty good live action movie. Sure would. Like a really good like Steven Spielberg live action movie. We kind of got that with J.J. Abrams and it was super aided. Well, yeah, guys, let me let me say this. It's Stranger Things vibes. Yeah, no, Stranger Things is Super 8 vibes. Super 8 vibes is just Steven Spielberg vibes. But I'm just saying, I don't feel like Super 8's getting enough respect in the whole scheme of things. It was a great movie. Without Super 8, could we have had Stranger Things? Yeah, because we already had Spielberg. But Maybe Super 8 would have done better as a series. Yeah, it sounds like it. It would have been Stranger Things. <laughs> and people would have remembered it. But Maybe we'll do Super 8 soon. I guess all I'm saying is Super 8's good. Question me this. Is that Inside Out movie copying a lot from Osmosis Jones? You guys remember that movie? Yeah, I do. I think it copies a shit ton from that. Yeah, but I feel like there's been a bunch of different Body Wars kind of like germ, like we're in the body kind of things. I, I feel think like you're well, thinking of like soul, Disney soul. World. I think I am thinking of that, I think you're that, thinking Ryan. of like Body Wars from Disney World, which I guess may be the real source material. Cool ride. <laughs> John Heater broke his wrist. This one's funny. Oh, yeah. Not ankle. funny, just sad. Broke his ankle on the first day of shooting just on some cables. Yeah, unfortunately, because bummer. you're doing motion capture, I guess there's just wires everywhere. Wires. That's got to be embarrassing, the first day breaking your ankle. You have to assume you're out after it's that. It's more embarrassing coming back on day two. It's like, oh, I guess. Or you could just like lay in your trailer and like just have the mic come to you that's true that's when they rewrote his characters like he just plays video games now <laughs> he was gonna do like a lot more and be involved but he broke his ankle it's just his face and some dude named kyle his body <laughs> uh bummer for kyle i listened to an interview with uh, dan and rob uh from like 2009 i think mm-hmm. um but they actually got the monster house deal when they flew out to la in like 98 oh shit so they've been Whoa. sitting on that movie for like almost 10 years i mean it does take animated movies a long time to come out but questions comments Animosities? Sure. Let's give it a go. Questions, comments, animosity. 
Okay, just a comment to start it off. This is a beloved movie. It, it just has great Halloween aesthetic. It does have just like Halloween vibes up the butt. It's it's funny. It's a little creepy. It's a good original story. It, it's, it's, it's good. Just a good Halloween movie. I think it's underrated because I don't know if everybody likes it. I know we do. Mark, did you see this before? Uh, yeah, yeah. I saw it. I don't know if I saw it in theaters, but sure. I saw it Because of me, he's, he's seen it. You know right, what I mean? Right, like, right. There's no chance we're going to live together the for 10 years. The way you guys talk about it, though, makes it seem like it came out in like 98. No, no, no. I'm definitely not saying that. I just kind of... When you say nostalgia, like, I mean, I was, I was like oh, a sophomore sorry, in high sorry, sorry. It doesn't make me feel nostalgia for 2006. The way the story's told makes me feel nostalgia for being for a child. Time. Got it. Like, it makes me feel like the shenanigans you get into as a kid. That's how it makes me that. feel nostalgia. And then, because it's set in either 1983 to 2006... It does hit that pocket for us. It is also in, I think that I read where it's set in a small town in Wisconsin. Mayville. Mayville, Wisconsin. So it also reminds me of growing up in, like, small town, Midwestern, you know, city. That's how I feel I nostalgia. think they could have spread the Halloween on a little thicker. I agree. It's actually a surprising animosity for me. That's I would have liked to seen about a thousand more jack-o'-lanterns. <laughs> You get a couple. You get a couple trick-or-treaters at the end. Other than that, it could be October 3rd. But I like that they set it on Halloween night. True. And Eve. Halloween Eve and night. It's like a two-day series. That's great. So just another comment back to the motion oh. capture. Something that I think sets this movie apart from a lot of the other animated movies, the camera work is really interesting, and it's so much more like a live-action film than a lot of other movies. And I do remember kind of watching the special features behind that, and the director being like, in this format, it's great because I can change my mind a million times on how I want the scene to look from different angles, and it can always be the perfect shot because I can put the camera anywhere. And if you watch it, like some of the camera movement in it is fucking crazy. A good crazy. example of that is at the very, very beginning when you, when ne- Nebercracker like turns his face around, and you think he's like breaking the fourth wall, looking right through the camera, and then it's just a POV of DJ looking through the telescope, like. It's just a it's a smart thought out shot. There's just good camera movement. I'm glad in we it. noticed that because we we all three separately wrote that down of each other. And I'm thinking of a shot when they take Nevercracker in the ambulance and the ambulance pulls oh, away the and through the window. Or it's like that's like a, a cooler shot you couldn't do like with um, without the computer animation. But I think it's really cool. And then they have a lot of different camera angles from like way like like the ground shots. Oh, the ground, and I agree. It it really does elevate the movie, and I think that if people go back and watch it, haven't seen it for a while, like watch for that. It's actually super cool. Yeah, it really Good is. Point. Good point, Cameron. Um, there's one thing that I I I don't want to nitpick on this because I like the movie so much, but mm-hmm. if I do have an animosity, it's it's similar to when you play a video game. You're like, they can't get any better than this, and right. then you wait twelve years. Oh you're like, yeah, oh, it's a little laggy. Like the that's the only thing that I I think would deter younger kids. You're saying this is cool borders. That's not far up. Well, I'd say this is 2003 um, NCAA. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I, I do I don't remember it looking so glitchy. I do kind of agree. This time watching it around, I was like, oh, I remember there being a little more detail on the skin, but that's fine. It's cool. I never really like, in a good way or bad way, like you know, any animated like the main characters is what it is. You know, like mm-hmm. how they do the character design of them. But just the movement in them, since it was motion capture, is a little glitchy sometimes. But I that's I what just, almost made it like stop motion. Yeah, yeah. I, like I just don't. I don't know like if that's they what could have been made for. of clay. It had some. They sometimes. didn't have. They had like half the computers of Avatar guys. <laughs> like, come on. But on the flip side, they like need James Cameron. What are you talking about? I still love the background. He's here. He's there. He's everywhere. James Cameron. <laughs> 
I like the backgrounds and the like the the look of the town, and then also Agreed. the design of the actual monster house as a character. Yeah. Oh. Like Agreed. I still like it's that, clever. and I think because of that, it really would be such a good live action. Live action. Movie. Mm. I actually think this would be such a good live action movie, but. Without the use of computer animation, let that monster house be practical effects. I'm <laughs> say, so what do you do with the house? I don't know, man. Just I don't know. I don't know. With Jaws is pretty scary, right? Figure it out. Make <laughs> a true. fucking big animatronic house or like do uh, four skills. Just question to you guys: When was your final trick or treat? What year was God, it? It's like, are you in my mind? I wrote down every one of these questions. It's good <laughs> that I actually wrote down notes for this. Mm, dumb final trick or treat? No, no. I just want to say, like, you can trick or treat longer than you think. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're, no one, no one on. cares. They're gonna give you the candy. It's all just shaming yourself at school is what it is. I it might have been like a late middle school window where I was like one of those mischievous kids who liked to TP or something. You know? Oh yeah, we were doing that uh, kind of stuff. You still went out on. Halloween night. Yeah, yeah, you do shenanigans. But I'm saying, you can go up to a door and they're going to give you candy. I did have one friend, we all do, you guys know yours, we know mine, like who went through puberty before everybody. So he'd be going trick-or-treating as a 26-year-old when we're all 12. And it's like, what What the hell? We can't give you candy. <laughs> we can't do this. We don't care if you are Darth Maul. You have a little bit of a stash there, don't you? <laughs> no, I have a lot of bit of a stash. Could I have a full-size numbers? <laughs> trick-or-treat. Trick-or-treat. So just question... <laughs> Everyone survived this time, but the way Never Cracker is acting, am I to assume that kids have died in the basement? Never crack head. Never crack her. I think that he has been on point so much, Never Cracker, that he hasn't let it never. let that happen. You're saying okay. never? It's never cracked that. It's never. You don't get past. Okay, that. No one ever died. But okay, I, I don't think a kid's gotten in there. I'm led to believe, though, it does look like that mouth should cut people up as they're going in though, right correct pretty bad and it do, our main characters never actually get swallowed they make it to the base a lot of splinters at least right there's a yeah. lot of like, yeah. driftwood going on i mean and you we, everyone who gets eaten in this the dog bones everybody the cops, comes back at the end emerges and we do now know do we, we see the dog we do yeah the first one he's on the jack-o-lantern at the end Damn. Yep. okay right at the end i thought i'd it's post-credit stuff or during credit stuff but the dog might be after the credits okay and we do know now that there were darker themes and originally people were going to die in the house and more people were going to die in the house. But doesn't it seem like Nebercracker definitely know? Like, well, I guess my thing is like, if you get swallowed and you just go to the basement, why doesn't Nebercracker just let people out? Like, oh, sorry, my house is yeah, yeah, clearly this is a, this monster house doesn't have a digestive tract because they're all just sitting <laughs> sitting in the stomach, I assume. Yeah, I mean, we know it eventually there. gets to like just turning into trees and stuff, so we don't know how many people just mashed to death. And Although just... it can regurgitate things. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, then also right. Nebercracker just decides to take stuff himself, like the little girl's tricycle, oh, the yeah. ball, like some other things. Like Then it's just him stealing shit. I assume he's evolved into madness throughout the years. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's not I mean, chill. Okay. I don't know. Not to defend him in any he's way. He's still but, a kooky old fuck. Um, I don't know which came first, like the madness or the or the grumpiness. I don't know. But he was married to a mean woman. What mean are the odds he has uh, dental, dental insurance? Not good. I don't even know if he has Doesn't a use job. It. If you have a low overhead, you live in a small town, and you build your house in the 20s, I and don't know. And it also seems like he built his house mostly from leftover circus wood, so it seems like it was pretty cheap, <laughs> yeah, that's so like, circus costs wood. are low. <laughs> um, got a real question about the relationship. Yeah, sure. I mean, she was going to pass away before him because of her size, right, right, eventually. Yeah. So that would have been sad. But it's nice for him because I don't think she's a nice lady. It's nice that um, 
he didn't have to be married to her that whole time, but no. Re- but instead, he was just trapped inside the house. It seems was like that maybe, every day or just Halloween? Seems like every day she was there. Yeah, and then mostly Halloween's and then not Halloween's a good. Is not like a, she gets out. Any holidays, carolers probably is not great. You know, anyone coming to the door, she I, could do a little tongue shit around like no, Valentine's no, 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 no. Day. Nice. <laughs> little garbage. Uh, uh, I do want to say this though. Um, mm-hmm. As far as the moment where the kids are in the in the basement and we see the story unfold of what happened to ne- which on again for a kids movie generally kind of scary, very it's terrifying. Scary. It's very macabre. I think that that cement frightening tomb that she's in. I I'm scared now. <laughs> That's scarier than the uh, what happened to people that the house ate. I'm like, oh, they're probably dead. They just get a little cut up and crawl out. They're fine. There's I'm a at, furnace, I assume. Yeah, something. Oh, that would make the most sense that they would just burn to fiery death in a furnace. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is smoke coming out of the chimney. That makes that makes the most sense. Got to do something with it. Um, but to answer the original question, I assumed until the end. I'm like, I guess they're dead. Guess the house ate them. Ball and all. That's it. Ball and all. Okay. Question. Kind of an animosity. So, like, more so at the very end of the movie, but just the entire time. Not a single neighbor ever sees this house like monster out. Like yeah, it's that's ha- tough. It's Halloween. It's a busy night. There's going to be a lot of foot traffic. So this is deep, 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 deep unverified. Okay. But apparently in 1983, Halloween oh, would have. Fu- this is kind of. I mean, this could give answers. I'm actually curious about this. Halloween Eve would have fallen on the Friday, and then Halloween would have fallen on Saturday. So maybe we do our trick or treating on Friday. Maybe it's Saturday, and or there's less trick or treaters out. Oh, they just, like, moved it up? Is that what you're saying? That, or just being at a Saturday, there wouldn't have been, like, a lot of foot tra- traffic from school or or kids in general. I assume That's there's... That's what I... Am I understanding that correctly, Cameron? I just... I, I don't... It's all bullshit. Because there just would have been way more foot <laughs> yeah, traffic. Yeah, it's sure. Halloween. People would have been out and about. No one once looked out their window to see that house. Crazy. But... To Chowder's point in the movie, nobody's coming down the street to trick or treat because of Nevercracker's house. It's like let's just. But then two seconds later, it's gonna be a bloodbath. People don't know. Yeah, people don't know. Chowder's an idiot. Yeah, I guess so right. Yeah, he does fall for the ball prank like four times. Oh, I do have a question. I've wondered this whole time. Sure, he wears a cape. Correct. Yep. Is that? Because of Halloween, or he just always has a cape. I actually respect that he starts with a mask on too, so I think it was part it of it. It was part of the he was coming, costume. He was coming with a costume, but also for years after you and I were done trick or treating, and even some of them before, I was even lazy as a kid, so I would just get new. I would get yeah. new, um, just capes and fangs each year, and be like, "I'm a vampire again. Let's give me some black <laughs> pants and go out." Oh, this okay. So there's a scene in this movie. It's when Jenny first gets introduced, and she's talking to Z, trying to sell like Girl Scout stuff. Mm-hmm. Why does he get tricked into buying anything? You don't gotta buy. Well, yeah, no, I'm gonna use this for just the pizza. Yeah, like I don't have to take your deal of you like forging something. I'm gonna keep the thirty dollars. Yeah, I'm gonna buy. What some. did she actually end up getting? Like it was. She got, I believe, like peanut brittle or yeah, something, peanut, which you give out during Halloween. It was oh, 1983. Hold on, let though. me break you off a little chunk of this peanut brittle real quick and <laughs> sprinkle it in your bag. Actually, and no, a sorry, uh, sorry, Jenny, this one's going towards the eighth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bones is coming over, and I owe him twenty. I'm gonna pocket the next ten. <laughs> um, yeah, that that was just dumb. I didn't. Z's like, you're good. I'm like, Z, you're dumb. Agreed. Like, well, so you... Jenny's a little bit problematic at the beginning. I know we're trying to make her seem unpopular, not and uh, and uh, unlikable. But for a kids' movie, just the, the weird like mentally challenged thing at the beginning. Oh, that was 2006, and it felt no, it's all real Dan Harmony, probably of the time. Yeah, if you have a feeling, it used to be something else, and it got downplayed. Sure, I'm glad that this movie isn't in worse taste because you could have thrown out anything. Like you couldn't have like adults die 
in 2006 PG rating, but you could probably say some pretty awful things. But now you can't, <laughs> right. so that's good. I'm glad we avoided that. True. Just as a rewatcher. Okay, we were kind of talking about this, but I have a little animosity with this. So, again, back to the house swallowing things. When our characters are in the basement, it's already technically been swallowed. So when the house, like, takes Jenny and Chowder back up to that room, is it just, wouldn't they just be going back to the same spot again? There's continuity errors. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, is it's goal? Maybe she's like, oh, I'm going to mash you up good in that wood thing. <laughs> I think there's some objectivity with the uh, the organs of the house, if that's what we're calling them. Okay. Yeah, we the uvula re- makes it a girl house. We, we're, uh, that is a funny line. That, was a a fun, that, that, one, one. that one got me to laugh out loud, actually, on this viewing. I forgot Yeah, about it's it. still funny. Um, but they really, do, like, if if I were to equate this to a movie I saw as a kid, this is where where, where children would learn what a uvula is. True. The way I learned about potassium. We but it'd still make potassium. a group of fifth graders laugh out loud. Yeah, but they wouldn't know what they're laughing at yet. No, no, for sure. And then sure. they'd see it as like... <laughs> now they'll look it up on their phone and be like, oh, that has nothing to do with the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the outside. Yeah. Is that what they were referencing? They're referencing that. <laughs> um, here's a little nitpicky, just character. Real dick real dick move my bones, tearing up that, that doll. Yeah. just It's mean even in real time. <laughs> bones looks like Mick Jagger. He looks like he's on some heavy drugs. He's very Bones pale. He has some bags under his eyes. Addict. Bones doesn't look good. Bones. I do like the like just unverified, just like clearly Bones and Skull are the band that like Z's listening to. Oh and, yeah, throw, so you, throw that there one is out. That, yeah, I, like, so it, I saw I saw Z's shirt, Skull and Bones. I'm like, well, that ha- just has to mean like in, the Easter egg. Thing. In the original screenplay, they had they played bigger roles and they were in a band together. But I mean, it just got cut down for time. But they still but kept. Like, I'm pretty sure parts John. Of it. He, Peter broke his ankle and, <laughs> and they cut, <laughs> couldn't cut it all. Like we can't have I any music like that you just meet Skull and Bones separately and then you can kind of tie tie them together. I, I, I like that better. I do too. I of. wish that would have made, um, if that was true, there is a scene where they cross paths right at the end when um, mm-hmm. Z's trying to entice Bones again. See so practice. Yeah, just something like to give us a little taste. I think there was something to do with that that Bones may have been like also a pizza delivery person. Sorry, everybody, if you hear that pitter-patter back there. Uh, it's been raining off and on, and uh, we're just uh, recording through a little bit of a storm here. Here's the first thing I said, just as far as the solution goes. I- I'm not telling a 10-year-old to commit arson. <laughs> oh, yeah. but Or if anybody could, yeah. to commit arson at that yeah, point. If you have to get to the heart, you could probably just get there by burning the whole outside of the house in, you know? Molotov cocktail? Yeah, just burn that I'll house down. I'll take two, please. Yeah. You think he's already gone? Nevercracker's gone. Burn that fucking house down. Oh, and about that, burn like, the house. Burn that fucking house. You were kind of talking about it, but like Nevercracker's still gonna be pretty weird. Like he's still a weird guy. And Constance was. You mean a, a guy that's lived alone and being haunted by his dead wife for? Tough. I don't even no know dental. how, but it seems like from no dental. Let's say it's no, no, it's 1983, sure, but that that first scene happens in the 20s, right? It does seem like it. That's 60 years of Freak weird. Show. What's that? Just. A freak show. Oh yeah, it? yeah. He is, I believe, stealing from a freak show. His, well, and then he stole the freak. His life wouldn't have been good with he her anyway. Her. Well, and the best part of that is he's like, "Oh, I'll save you," and then tugs her off in the pickup <laughs> truck, still in the cage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, she can't not only the- did he steal a, 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 at oh, least, true. if not a main attraction, part of the freak show attraction, but he also stole what I believe to be a very expensive trailer. <laughs> true. Like we want that trailer back. If it's anything. A terrarium. If anything, this can hold a lion or a bear. <laughs> at least five hundred pounds of something. <laughs> this is. I. I mean, that's a rough estimate, right? Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, judging on what we know from like the my six hundred pound lion. But let's say this: he built his house. It looks like before the town was incorporated, just in the middle of nowhere. At least on sure the did. outskirts. They of started town. the town, no? 
Um, I don't know of that, but a town Neverville? definitely got. <laughs> what is it called? Neverville, USA. Uh, Wayville, Wayfair, Waymill, Maryville, Maryville. But after his Waymare, after his wife died and he was trapped there, he could have gotten away. Or he could have burned the house down. Something. It seems like we didn't need to get all the way here. But um, how long was he hiding from the repercussions of stealing from the circus? <laughs> like they're gonna come that, break yeah. our knees. I have to live in the middle of nowhere. And the circus. Big circus doesn't fuck around, especially Jordan, not back those then. Those weren't kids; those were circus. Those were carny folk at the beginning, <laughs> throwing <laughs> eggs at them. You get out here, and you bring back our whatever you want to call freak. it. Freak, bring back our freak. I think that's why they. Uh, well, Constance had such a big issue with bones. Was he was one of those meth head carnies that <laughs> escaped from her? It just grasp. brought back yeah. like memories and getting prodded by. <laughs> Carnies. Uh, this is just a factual complaint. I'm pretty sure that old dynamite turns into nitroglycerin and is very unstable. I don't think you could be throwing that stuff around. At the same time, really solid pass there at the end between Jenny and DJ. Not worth it. Too big of a risk. Looked like a young uh, John Elway. <laughs> Honestly, at that point, why didn't she just throw it at the house? Like, instead of trying to get it to DJ. Well, yeah, like, yeah you were out, already there. Nevercracker used to be on Bomb Squad in Vietnam because he's got a He's got a fuck ton of explosives in the basement. I don't we think they don't let know you keep those. Yeah. No, but it seems like I'm getting the vibes. Nothing good. Or that's the answer. He had all that dynamite. He's like, the circus is going to be back. <laughs> the circus day, is coming for me. One day. Um, circus never forgets. Uh, this is just a comment. Just positive for Chowder. He picks up that digger immediately. He has a. F- I mean, he's not that bright, but he has a future in construction. Charter is a menace that has no regard for just human life. He's just he just knows how to use the cherry picker the the, the lifter sure skid does loader. and just down a cliff too he operates that like going down a cliff he's done it before yeah that's the most impressive thing well the throw to catch with the dynamite is pretty impressive that's pretty impressive um how dumb is chowder pretty he, like again dangerously the, dumb the the the, the house wearing a cape the house tricks him it doesn't like come three times that's with that out ball. of touch but he also seems dumb right yeah I do like that he's <laughs> what's this. I like his scene when he's talking to his dad, and his dad like tells him off, and then he's like, "Kiss my big hairy butt." Kiss my big hairy butt. Hey, DJ, you got any beer? <laughs> that was a baller scene. Or when oh, Chowder's got some quips. I'm just saying. Oh, there's DJ's a great taco joint next to there. Actually, oh, I don't like Mexican food. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> or like my dad's like doing something, and my mom's at the movie with my per- her personal, <laughs> personal trainer. trainer. Yeah, that, I'd say most of the laughs came from him. Although it, it is nice to get a, uh, Catherine O'Hara. And, uh, oh yeah, and Fred Willard. Willard. Willard That's always up. fun. It's weird how these movies don't. To me, an animated movie, and you'll see that in my recasting. Actually, that's not true. But I don't get why you get big names for these movies. Animated movies because you draw people in. Still, you still draw them in. I suppose. Well, so uh, what's the new? Is there like a new Nintendo movie coming out? Like with like Mario? Oh, I, like, I, like, I heard that. Chris Toad. Pratt's gonna be Mario. Okay, so there's a lot of people up in arms just because they're picking these A-list stars, these big faces, pretty faces, big names. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of picking people with actually like unique voices that could portray the character better. <sighs> sure. So there's that going on. I don't like that aspect. Just like yeah, like it'd be, it's still kind of funny to hear uh, uh, Keegan Michael Key as yeah, Toad. Like that's true. He'll he be could... better. Anyways, so uh, I've been, I've been, I've been wrong. I'm not saying that you should give it to no name actors. I'm just saying why spend the money. I get it. I don't. Gilbert don't... Godfrey's out there, guys. <laughs> I'm sure he was a pretty penny back then. <laughs> I mean, in in reality, that was the prime of his career. For Aladdin. Me. I'm sure it was, was a great paycheck. Yeah. Comment. There's going to be a lot of questions in the morning. Number one, Never Cracker's house is just gone. gone. 
Number two. And there's a pile of bodies. Or a pile of toys. Oh, and- oh no. That's what, that was my, dude, never that's my number two. <laughs> like, they're going to be like, holy shit, there's like 20 bodies in here of like people that disappeared in the last few years. So he's going to jail for that. Well, if that, there's for sure his wife's body in there. There's well, at least one oh, she's still dead there body. under cement. Fuck. So Not anymore. Cement the, broke. The biggest, now there's just a skeleton hanging out down the there. The biggest oh, question shit. is, she came off the frame, right? So everybody came out, right? That skeleton's going to be the biggest problem, but well, he's gonna, and, and they're going to do an investigation and be like, how did your house disappear? They're going to have to, and then they're going to be like, not only that, how did your house get in that quarry that we're trying to turn into those luxury condos you're putting construction behind? It's going to have to pay for shit. And he's homeless. No one's going to have to report this because the hospital's already looking for him. He just discharged himself. Yeah, oh, and I guess the two true. cops in town got eaten, so I guess they just have to tell Judy something now what's that I'm their, thinking about what's it. What's their memory? What's people's collective memory that have been eaten by the house? Where are they? What do they know? Men they in seem, black, they get flashed. Like, okay, nothing. it's just blank mind. Whoa, yeah. Whoa, like, whoa, that was a weird... Nope, just slept in a pile of trash <laughs> in a basement, couldn't yeah, find their way funny. out yeah. for, like, I don't know, six hours. Okay, okay. But it, it seems to be only the three people we saw have been eaten. I'm going with the Dan Harmon original screenplay and led to believe that people died. People were eaten by this house years previous and that uh, Mr. Nebercracker's going away. Could we have, if it was a PG-13 movie, could we have had all some of those people die? Yeah, PG-13 people can die. I mean, there's a Reddit thread of like all these people saying like how much this movie frightened them as kids. So maybe we were just a little after that. Yeah. But like, I mean, I was definitely high school. Their kids were like, so. this brings me back. And this movie frightened me. So. I think this it's would a be good, a good scary one. movie. I think it's just scary enough for a PG movie. It definitely hits the edge, especially um, not just the implied murder, but it's when um, DJ's sleeping and he has that scary the hand dream. scene. Yeah, that's a little out of like context and character of what the house can do because it like entered his room. Ooh, Was point. it a like dream? Yeah. Was it real? I don't know. But I think that is a good like scary. That. Trope, um, trope, or horror movie scheme. That one actually, like, well, that's just that. it too. Like, and the call ringing from across the house. Good I point. really, I really enjoyed that. Another scene. cinematography moment. Yeah, that, that was, was good. really good. Enjoy, this movie does kind of like with a lot of things we've been doing recently seem to pull on like pop culture references within its genre, and mm-hmm. I think that's also kind of why we like it. It seems just like a classic scary tale. Yeah, but what I like about this one in comparison to the other one, it's just not blatant jokes. They mm-hmm. kind of just do the tropes within the movie. I agree. Within the context of the story. I agree that it's not in your face and they're not doing it for our benefit. It's like Paranorman's like more than a wink. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. here we're doing Which I love that movie. Obviously, go back and listen to our Paranorman episode if you want to hear us. To some more dipshits rambling. Like, you can go listen to that. I just have one last animosity. Just when Nebercracker has a heart attack from lifting up DJ. Crazy move, by the way. I don't think he could hold that weight. Nope. Um, they roll the stretcher that they pick him up in through the grass, and the grass mm-hmm. is kind of like trying to hold the stretcher back because it's the house or whatever. Right. Why are they rolling it through the grass? There's a perfectly good like mm-hmm. walkway right yeah. there. Yeah, it's just a little visual. That's true. Visual animosity. I'm annoyed by lots of things like that in movies. Like, why are you doing that? You'd be also, on the sidewalk. He's not, I agree. Get, he's not getting discharged that night. If you go unconscious with your eyes open, things aren't... And should, you're Mr. Nebercracker, who's been here the past, like, 80 two years. out of three months. Uh, Mr. Should. Nebercracker, do you have health insurance? Get off my lawn! <laughs> Discharge this maniac. <laughs> or put him in an institution. Uh, <laughs> what uh, came first, uh, Grand Torino with Clint Eastwood or this? Um, It had to be close. Yeah, actually, probably honest. right around the same time. I, I, don't know. I guess on, Jordan's got to rethink his Greek casting now. <laughs> I'm going to go Clint Eastwood for the win. Uh, Get um, off my... Oh, wait, no. Should I'll, we move I'll do on Harrison to uh, recasting? Recasting. I kind of did everybody. It sounds like you guys did too. Oh, recasting. Oh. Sorry, yeah. I yeah, run recasting. Yeah. I did as well. 
Um, let's I got just, them all. Let's start at the bottom of the totem pole with the mom and dad. I'll just do mine as a duo, just because they are very short. I kept Ooh, it in the same fun. family. Yeah. I did Eugene Levy and Jane Lynch. Sure. So I just kept it in the Christopher Guest world. I definitely thought okay. of Eugene so Levy. So I did Eugene, Eugene Levy, and I did uh, then Sally Field. Just another kind of okay. voice. Nice. I like all of them. We're all about kind of it. Sounds like on voice the too. like mm. um, good mom voice. So I did William H Macy for the dad. Okay, love a it. good dad voice. Good and then dad. I did Allison Janey specifically. Okay. Her role in Ten Things I Hate About You. That voice, everything there. Hmm. I love that. That's a good one. I just thought of this. What about the janitor from Scrubs? Oh, oh, that's a good one, actually. Guy, yeah. What's his name? I can't oh, think I don't of it. Sorry. I, I like that guy. That's good. That's I a good like one. that guy, too. I, I haven't seen him anything since Scrubs. But okay, Mom, Dad, Skull. Let's, let's do, do the officers. I like how pretty. their character names were just Mom, Dad. Keep so here's where I did my duo. I did Keenan and Kel. Oh, okay, yeah. for the officers? Yeah. I kind of like that. Oh, damn, that's better. I didn't even think of a duo like that. I did Keenan and Kel. I initially did a duo. Because Kel could be that just like a Kel is that guy. Yeah, Kel is just Kel. I did do a duo, but I'm actually going to keep it a little different. Same comedian group, but I'm going... Seth Rogen for the uh, the guy. yep, and then I'm gonna do um, Craig guy. Craig Robinson. Okay. Oh, nice. Craig Robinson be funny too. Yeah. Damn, mine suck. Him as a rookie cap would be funny. It'd be a little <laughs> just, different, but it'd be it'd be it'd be him. I'd sure. be great with it just as Craig Robinson too, just like you know being <laughs> just as Craig. Me, well, not like playing himself, but being like mean. Yeah, how he is. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so um, for <clears throat> Officer Landers, I did Tim Allen. I just think that's got okay. Him. I think that's got him written all over <laughs> it. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but yeah. Um, and then I did Chris Tucker for the other one. Okay, just bringing them. Good old Chris Tucker. Yeah. All right. So mine sucked. No, everybody's worked. Uh, honestly, I like all I those. I thought of JP Smoove as Ooh, Officer that'd be Lister. That'd be actually funnier because he is pretty over the top. Yeah. In his comedy. I like that. Skull, and then Elizabeth. Skull first. Or do we do skull, skull and, and bones? bones. Yeah, it's just skull and bones. Get... Yeah, you're right. Um, similar similar vibe again. I did Paul Rudd for Bones doing the Jason Lee character. Okay. Because he just does that annoying boyfriend. I've done that a million times. Not too great. Sure. Uh, I'm doing Danny McBride for Skull. <laughs> I truly thought about Danny McBride. I didn't think I, of I that. Thought... That's a good one. I did think about that. I wanted him somewhere, but I didn't put him. I like that. That's a perfect just, spot for him. Or, just... the, or the older cop or something. Um, I did for Skull. I did Bill Hader. Ooh, I did have Bill Hader in as the cop initially, but I thought about that too. And for you're Bones, just of a yeah, I know that's why I switched. That's why I, could, I had to split them up. For Bones, I had Dave Grohl. I think just oh. let him loose would be great. That'd be fun. Dave I th- Grohl, yeah, that's and awesome. and just make it look like Dave Grohl too. <laughs> I'm fine with drugs. that. <laughs> I fucking love that. Uh, Skull. I did Nick Swardson. Okay. It Nick just... Swardson. Sorry, I'm blanking on him. He's the Adam Sandler crew. Blonde guy? No. Reno 911, he was Terry. Like, yeah, the, yeah, he's the, an yeah. Adam Sandler's oh, crew. Okay, is oh, he? is he? Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just couldn't think of it. I know he is. Okay. Nick Swartzen, guys. Uh, in in uh, <laughs> For Bones, I did Sean Michael Scott. Now we're talking. Okay, I like that. Or Roger Klaus from Duck. Oh. <laughs> there you go. I like that. Banging on a trash can. Should we move on? Oh, nice laugh, actually. Should we move on to Z? Z, yes. Um, okay, I'll Elizabeth go first. Sure. Um, to keep it in the vein of the actress uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, I did a twofold. Jake Gyllenhaal? <laughs> uh, no, I thought about doing that too. No, I just did go two. Back to I did two actresses that I actually like, and it seems like lots of people are annoyed by them, and I don't get why. Sure. You could either do Anne Hathaway or Zoe Deschanel. Oh, okay. For some reason, people don't like those. I guys. did I think like Anne Hathaway, but uh, I didn't go that route. 
That she, she was too there. punky. She'd have to be like. That's why I went with someone with a rougher voice, and I went Emma Stone. Oh, if we want a rough, yeah, I, I like get that. It. Yeah, still seems youngish, but just like a little gravelly. I don't know. I think Dan Harmon did work with this actress Sarah Silverman, so oh, okay. I think could do her there too. Didn't she do like like? Didn't he do like part of the Sarah Silverman show? Or oh yeah, he might have written sure. on it. I'm not sure, but yeah, she would. She would that. definitely work. I'm surprised she hasn't. Oh, does she did? Wreck Ralph. Ralph, yeah. Uh, Jenny. Uh, I, all the kid voices are kind of whatever for me. I just kind of put just random people in. So Jennifer Lawrence. I went Miranda Cosgrove from like uh, School of Rock. Okay. I went um, that kind of like snooty voice. She could do that well. That, that, that makes I was sense trying for me, to find a snooty voice, but I couldn't find any. Um, so I just did a kid actor from my childhood, Alex Mack. Oh, okay. Larissa Olenek. I like that. I don't know if her voice would even match, but I'm like, yeah, it's going to be Alex Max. I really wanted it to be Emma Watson, but we couldn't make it British. I'm curious about your chowders and your DJs, so let's go Tau... No, chow, let's go chowder first. Uh, Patrick Reyna? I uh, Patrick Reyna too. Ham from the Sandlot. Sure is. Did we all, we all, we did, all did it? I, I wrote it down as Hambino from the Sandlot. Hambino, Sorry. yeah. We all did We all did Hambino. Guys, the roll. That's so funny. It's it's for him. I, I we just you can't disagree with that. Uh, apologies to the listener. Also, there's some bass thumping through probably coming in. Uh, that is the bar below us, Club Crawford. Club Crawford Monday Night Football must be over. Oh, I guess we have a Nebercracker too. If you did, I did do a Nebercracker. Should we get through the kids first, and we'll end on him, even though he's not the main character? Oh yeah, shit. We have a uh, we have DJ left still, right? Uh, I did Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I just did a classic child voice from my childhood, and he's top my list too, Simba. Oh, so nice. I wrote that down, crossed it out, and put Fred Savage. Oh, okay. That kind of works for me, too, though. It's a classic It's the same voice. thing. We yeah. all just pick kids. But I, what JTT about, was my friend. Jonathan Taylor. Uh, no, I JTT. don't even like this one. Because there was... How many seasons of Hey Arnold do you think there were? Mm, three, four, maybe? I have Five. No okay. Really? I don't know why I thought there were, like, ten. They might have had a reboot, they, though, somewhere uh, Some of those there. seasons, I think, had, like, a shit, like, shit, a shorter, lot of episodes. Yeah, shorter things would happen. I haven't rewatched it. Let us know. Well, don't let us so know. I was going to pick one of them, one of those voice oh. actors. Oh, I, I would like that. Just hey, Arnold. Arnold. Voice. Yeah. Uh, I really tried to get Crumholtz in there. Lane Torrin. <laughs> don't yeah. you always? Uh, Nevercracker, I believe, is the last one, unless you have anybody else. <laughs> Crumholtz could have been... Is uh, that his name? The actor's name? What? Did you just say it? Uh, Lane Torrin, yeah, for Hey Arnold. Yeah. Shout out to Lane Torrin. You really... Not... Was he, the ori- was he the original one? I know he was the first one out of the there's three. Like, there's three Hey Arnold voices. Three Hey Arnolds over, what, five seasons? Like, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, the moment your voice goes, hey, hey like, you're done. That, first was, one, that was puberty cracking voice. The first one's Luke from Halloween Town. Oh, nice. Really? Little Wiener. <laughs> Big uh, Cheese. Big Cheese, that's what it I knew something. <laughs> Little okay, Wiener. Um, well, I think... They said something about a wiener. Did anybody have a nebber <laughs> sure did. We can keep the animation the same. We don't have to change the appearance, but I'm going Danny DeVito for the voice. Oh, He'd be good different. at yelling the get off my lawn kind so, of stuff. So wow. since that's his primary... I like that. That's his primary uh, uh, dialogue, get off my lawn. Until he gets tender at the end when he tells that story. Get off my lawn. Well, Constance. no, I was going to say more when he's telling oh. the constant story. He was gonna, he'd was gonna bring the heat there. Okay, so I have a new recasting. Sure. One for the um, grumpy nebber cracker. Okay. And then one... One Thank for you. that story. Okay. Okay, because it just it just dawned with me that is a little heart touching. Can you do that? I guess. I, I am not. Uh, it's an animated un- show. <laughs> this is it's an animated movie. Like, if, if, if somebody can sing for you. Motion capture. It is motion capture, but it's still animated, right? That's true. Um, so, Bill Murray, uninspired. I just oh. thought to get off my lawn, I would like it. Okay. Everybody's reaction here was negative. And this is for which act? The, the first act? First act. Second Grumpy. act, you have a different one. Third act, is different. 
Um, third act, I think it's just the third act when he's re- redeemed himself. I'm going to do uh, Robin Williams when he's doing that voice. Wow. Okay. And I think well, that I, one's pretty I good. like it. I don't like that I like it. Initially, I was going to put James Stewart there for some reason. Oh, that would have been awesome. Right? Jimmy Stewart? Jimmy Stewart. Then we'd have to actually see, like, what happened at the hospital to make Nevercracker. (laughs) Just the weight of his gigantic dead wife's soul (laughs) off him is like, you see? You know. Oh, God. Wouldn't that be great? That's Well, that's better. Give me a James Stewart. I can't do impressions. That's right. That's yeah. right. I did Joe Alasky. He's Grandpa Lou Pickles from Rugrats. Oh, okay. He oh, also sweet. does a lot of the uh, Looney Tunes voice as well. Some of them. He does Yosemite Sam, Sylvester, like Daffy, for sure. Sylvester. For sure. Okay, Sylvester. so we got a voice actor working. Um, nice. And he's Stinky in Casper. One oh, okay. Of the, one of Man, the I just don't remember that movie. We could probably do that for one of our Halloween ones. Sure could. I'm actually thinking... To go back to James Stewart, you could get grumpy old James Stewart to play an old Nevercracker. There's a whole bunch of angry that's what, roles. That's what he's on. That's what, he would just oh, be James Stewart the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. So nobody else split him up? Nope. No. Like we said, nope. unprecedented. Okay. <laughs> All there is this one sentence he says in the middle of the movie. I'm like, you know who could do this? One of those times I thought James Stewart it was when he's telling the story. You can't end. just cast five people for I mean, we're not going to let that happen again, okay. I don't think. Well, Nebercracker. <laughs> Uh, you know, a lot of familiar names this week, but I'd say all in all, some good calls in there. Let's move on to Mount Rushmore, top, top four. four. Mount, Mount Rushmore, Rushmore, top, top four. four. Uh, Mount Rushmore, we're doing our favorite dark animated movie. Uh, keeping that kind of broad, so stop motion, CGI. No live action, correct? Just, just no live I, action, I, okay. but just your favorite dark movie, kids movie. Uh, Jordan, you won first, so you get to go. Um, this one with outstanding. I do like this one quite a bit. I'm gonna do Paranorman. I truly love that it. One, you could have had that. You could have had that on on the board. It just third round. Oh really? Yeah. Um, I like that one. I think that one's pretty damn underrated. Um, I think it's a perennial watch for me around the Halloween time. Okay. I really like it, and I, I I respect the shit out of most like of films. Can't disagree with that. And I also just watched it last week for my uh, October Halloween watch. So I, agree. I think that one it's probably more than a PG rating. It's probably PG. It might be thirteen, but it is scarier. It's a good story. Go back and listen to our last year's episode of Paranormal. That's my that's my on the Mount Rushmore for me. Nice, Mark. Uh, my Jefferson. He's on the Mount Rushmore. Oh fuck it, <laughs> guys. My, know who's on it? Washington, Jefferson, Roosevelt, and uh, Lincoln. Okay. Well, my Jefferson is James and the Giant Peach. Okay. Uh, is that also like a films? No. That's no, it's what not. it's before. It definitely feels, I think that's it might Tim be Burton. Disney. It's the same. In the Tim Burton it's era. It's the same people that did Nightmare Before Christmas, right? Because didn't Tim Burton want them to do something and they were busy? Yeah, I think it's just literally Disney. Because oh, okay. in the Tim Burton era. I had that on okay. VHS and that, that got worn out. That movie is... Dark, yeah, it's weird. Even if it's, it's, creepy. E- it's creepy, whatever the story is, it's it's creepy. Sure is. They're in a fucking peach. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Corpse Bride. Uh, that is with Tim Burton again, Johnny mm-hmm. Depp. Uh, same. I think that might be like it. Maybe the same production company. I that think did that is like ones. it. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a music. It's similar to Nightmare Before Christmas. It's like the singing. It seems like if you gave Nightmare Before Christmas twelve the same years. World, no? 12 years, Seems better like storytelling, better animation, more palatable. Yeah, it's, it's that's pretty much it. Um, but that also leads us now into our honorable mentions, and I already kind of just led with Who's it. That, that's our Teddy. That's our... <laughs> Lincoln, I believe. <laughs> it seems like if you could easily redo it, you may replace 
a couple of them, and I'm not being mean to Teddy Roosevelt, but <laughs> like we probably put FDR above you is my guess. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, Although Teddy Roosevelt made the national park thing, you know, like let's reserve land. That's a good idea. Good for him. You know what's fun about Teddy Roosevelt? He'd be like, <laughs> I'm gonna go to the wilderness for three weeks, or sorry, like three months. I went during to the presidency to live deliberately. Yeah. I have things to do. Okay. Anyway. Uh, we have to mention, of course, if we're going to be talking about Corpse Bride and Tim Burton, Nightmare Before Christmas. I mean, I watched it a shit ton as a kid, and it, I don't know. I would think if you made a, like, a list, you that would probably be number one. That on, that probably, on my Roosevelt list, for sure. That probably you, should be my number you. one. I respect it. I, if it's not your cup of tea, that's fine. No, it I is. It, I mean, it is. Um, the, it's on my... <laughs> we were talking about so it's, it's Teddy. It's Teddy. I He's, believe we mentioned a writer or a producer or something, but also I'm just gonna say, Land Before the Time. It's not meant to be like a dark thing, but ends up being dark. The Tyrannosaurus Rex, the mom dying. Like there are some Tom, heavy themes in that movie. I mean, there's portions. Uh, I would say along that lines, I think Land Before Times is Disney or might be Warner Brothers. It used to be, I think. At least. All dogs go to heaven sad, and I don't like it. Ooh, and I did all. see that. I don't the, want to watch that ever. I did see that on the, the a lot of these lists for dark kids movies. Also on there. It's as dark as they get, come. Hold on. There's a, there's a deep-rooted story here about this movie, isn't there? All dogs go to heaven? Well, there's like some personal beef with like <laughs> me and my mom and Devin Lewis, but whatever. Oh, I thought it was oh. Jordan for some reason. No, Not no, me. no. I, got to, just, I just think it's a sad, depressing kids movie. <laughs> That's all I was getting at. No, I'll tell you guys off air. It's not anything personal. <laughs> It's not anything personal. It's just like not. It's just not interesting for the I, podcast. I just don't want to. I just want to. Um, um, also on those lists though of something I watched all the time as a kid that I'm always seeing there. Fern Gully is kind of like a dark okay. subject oh, matter yeah. for kids, and I guess that serious is. at the Think end there. Fern huh? Gully was right. It's just global warming and Hunchback is on yeah. my on my big board. Oh yeah, I'm also seeing Hunchback on all these lists. And Frollo, Frodo, wait. Oh no, Frollo is a. Pretty dark character. And Mark and I Paris. dislike it because of all the gypsies. gypsies. The goddamn gypsies. Oh, okay. So no, that's why it's on your guys' list. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't trust those crusty jugglers. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so I don't. I the only reason I didn't make this my number one because it's not a complete feature length movie. So by technicality, but if you don't put Ichabod Crane, Disney Sleepy Ooh, Hollow that's on there, good. that's good. I fucking love that movie, and and I put it at number one. But it's only like in reality, like twenty minutes probably. I mean, then you could you could. Kind of go your like de- uh, depressing peanuts, like the Great Pumpkin. See, oh yeah, you know what? I'll say that gets in there. I'll say those get that's in. That's why just made me think of that. If we opened it up to like animated shorts and TV specials, this whole different thing. But I kept Ooh, it in. Pumpkin. We, we can't do animated shorts because then we'll just be talking Simpsons We're just and other specials Simpsons forever, stuff like that. So I just kept it to feature length, but uh, honorable mention. I have a couple, of, uh, a couple mm-hmm. more. Anastasia, do you remember that one? I mean, real subject matter is pretty yeah. dark. I mean, Rasputin and the death of the <laughs> right. the massacre of the royal family. So I mean, he had a big dick. I'm pretty sure. Rasputin. I've heard it's said to be bottled. Numbers. It's said to be preserved. Yeah. It's also I've also heard that that dick is like a donkey dick or something, and not a human <laughs> right. penis. Well, so I heard they decapitated him, but his it. dick lived on for like four days. <laughs> um, Brave Little Toaster, also kind of dark, oh. and also I'm gonna just throw in Toy Story three and beyond. Got pretty sad and stayed there. Um, I don't remember. Three's when they're holding no, hands no, no, in front I remember of the that. furnace. I, I, I'm talking little brave little toaster. Gotcha. I know I saw it a lot as a kid, but do I remember the complete plot? I don't know. But I believe space was involved. That's like the sequel. I think uh, they go to Mars. Colors, just de- depressing vibes. Well, I'll tell you what. Sure. It's, it's similar. People being left behind by adults when they... So the depressing same. in a sad way, but a good, great animated movie. Not at all like spooky, scary Halloween stuff. Mm-hmm. But 
The Iron Giant is Ooh, just heartbreaking. That's, that's just a good movie. It's just a good, sad movie that's animated. That could be a live-action movie. I think it's called um, October Sky. Is that what it is? Kind of. They're pretty fucking similar, except not at all the same. Uh, thanks for listening to our take on Monster House. If you like what you heard, make sure you like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. As always, we are just a small grassroots podcast, so the only way we can grow naturally is through your kind recommendations. So if you like what you heard, make sure you tell friends and family. Um, as always, if there's anything you missed or anything you want to add to the conversation, you can follow us on social media and you can just throw those under any of the movie posters. And if you have a movie request, you can reach us mm-hmm. at cultclassicspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to our Halloween lineup. We can't wait to do it again next year, but uh, stay tuned. We have a lot of good uh, pre-Thanksgiving and Christmas things coming your way. Stay off my lawn. <laughs> Never crack. <laughs> bye, 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 bye.